License 26099E. SmartSense, brought to you by Smart Air Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save up to $3,400 on a new comfort system. Whether your furnace is no longer working like it used to, or you want to get ahead of the summer heat, it's time to call the expert heating and cooling technicians at Smart Air. Call now and take advantage of this smart offer from Smart Air. Call 512-600-4311. That's 512-600-4311. Or visit SmartAirAustin.com. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. It is 6.05 on the Todd and Oz Show. I'm Patrick Osborne, joined once again by the, the great Brad Swale. How are you, Brad? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you, you so much for having me. Well, we appreciate you joining us once again, and we would love to hear from you this morning as well. Lots to get to. 512-836-0590 is the phone number here. The, uh, the phone lines are open. And we're waiting for you to call in. Big visits today here in the uh, great state of Texas from um, the former president, Donald Trump, and that guy who's currently in the White House, Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden's coming? Joe Biden is coming. And uh, there, there has been a, a lot of debate over the past day as to whether or not, as to who, who's uh, pulling a bigger political stunt here. Okay. Right? The other, e- each side accusing the other of saying, well, this is, this is just politics. Uh, but let's get the rundown here real quick. Joe Biden, former President Donald Trump, headed to the U.S.-Mexico border today, uh, each in different Texas towns. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean-Pierre said President Biden wants to highlight that he, Democratic lawmakers, and some Republican senators came up with a border bill that House Republicans killed. They rejected it because of the last president and the politics around uh, the last president. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd said while they supported the bill, the president's visit is still too little too late. He's not going to see anything. He's not going to be able to determine what he needs to do. And that's why Border Patrol agents, we are upset at what what he's doing. While President Biden heads to Brownsville, former President Trump heads to Eagle Pass as more migrants now come through parts of Arizona and California rather than Texas. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. All right, so you'll you'll have Biden in Brownsville, which is seeing very, very little illegal immigration right now, just in the dozens, yep. I believe. And Trump's going to be in Eagle Pass, where just in the past days, it's been in the thousands, like above 2,000, I believe, just in the past couple of days. So just on that alone, uh, and, and, and considering the fact that Biden is what, this is only like his... He's like the second time, maybe third time that he's come down to the bar. I mean, he really has not cared much to, to make his way down here amid this whole crisis. Uh, who's actually playing political games here? Donald Trump is on the campaign trail. It makes sense. Any candidate would, would go down there. Joe Biden's on the campaign trail. It makes sense. Any candidate would be there. But is this a political stunt from either man? Well, <clears throat> I, Donald Trump has been ta- his bread and butter has been the border. It's been immig- illegal immigration for you know eight years now, mm. right? I mean, it's all political stunts. They're they're both running for office, right? But it makes sense that Trump would do it because this is what he's talked about: build the wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. All of this stuff for the longest time. And I don't. I mean, you say that Biden has been. This is maybe his second or third trip. I don't. I don't remember the last. time. I don't remember that. I don't remember. It his may first just be a second. second. It may just be the second. So time. he's been there before. Yeah, he has been there. Okay. He, he's been there, but uh, but not with any sort of gusto. You sure. Know? I mean, it, it was all very controlled, and I think the last time he was down there, there, you know, they, they, he was in a place that was completely free and clear of any kind of problem. Of course, you know, because the backdrop had to look nice. Yeah, but so since this is Donald Trump's bread and butter, it makes sense that he's going to do it. Yeah, it's a political stunt, fine, but this is what he's always talked about. Whereas Biden has not addressed it at all, mm. right? So he's coming down there, and it's obvious that he's coming down there so that it can look like he's doing something because 
Democrats as well, all over the country, are fuming yeah. at the, I don't know, the the lack of the, the, what this is doing to their communities. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So he's, he's Rightfully try- so. Yeah, of course. And he's trying to make it look like, okay, well, I'm here, I'm doing something, and we all know nothing's happening in his head, Nothing. of course, yeah. right? But he's there. Yeah. Well, uh, Rachel has got some thoughts on this in North Austin. Good morning to you, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hi. Good morning. So, so what, what do you think about this? Uh, the, these uh, dueling border visits today. Well, we obviously know that Biden is just doing that for a political stunt. Because, come on, Brownsville. I know. I'm sure they get some people, but nothing compared to Eagle Pass. But what I was telling your screener is, who is Governor Abbott going to be seen with today? More than likely, it'll be Trump because Eagle Pass does see a lot more people crossing illegally. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that, I mean, I, simply because uh, he's he's a big supporter of Donald Trump, I mean, it would make perfect sense to me that he chooses to go to Eagle Pass. Plus, you know, that's where the state of Texas currently has, you know, seized control of that of that park and continues to keep Border Patrol out. So I bet you, uh, and, and it would behoove Abbott to go, I think, also. It would be a big, uh, a big swing and a miss if he didn't show up down there today. Right, right. We all have a good day. Thank you, Rachel. Take care of yourself. Uh, 512-836-0590 is the number. Let's head up to Pflugerville. JP's got some thoughts. Good morning, JP. Hey, JP. Good, mo- good morning, guys. You know, I-, I have to laugh because we all know Biden's doing this just for his <laughs> political gain. Day one, he opened up the border, and then they had the nerve to tell us the past year or so that there's no problem at the border. And we all know. I mean, what... He, there's nothing he can do. What he's, he's already done the damage. It's too late for him to do anything. And if these American people can can sit there and honestly say that Biden has done a great job and, and his his team can sit there and tell the American people there's no problem at the border, I mean, then, uh, then it's going to be a sad day come Election Day. I, I just think Biden's pulling out all the stops. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he doesn't get reelected. We shall see. Thanks, guys. Fingers crossed. Thanks a lot, JP. 616. Patrick Osborne, Brad Swale. This is the Todd Nas Show. 512-836-0590 is the phone number here. Always love to hear from you. Uh, For the break, uh, mentioned a a Georgia mayor has been uh, brutally heckled this week. Uh, this was at a press conference. It actually happened just yesterday over his perceived sanctuary city policies following the murder of nursing student Lake and Riley, allegedly at the hands of that Venezuelan illegal immigrant, right? Yep. Uh, so listen to this clip here. This is Athens, uh, Athens, Georgia Mayor Kelly Gertz talking about the allegations that his city is a sanctuary city. He says it's not. And as you listen to him justify this crap, think to yourself whether or not you think you could hear the same sort of regurgitated liberal narrative coming out of one of our elected officials, if God forbid something like that happens here. Many of the elements. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, liar. we are here to listen. Liar. You're a liar. We are here to listen. Liar. You're be time a for liar. Questions. You're all guilty and got blood on your hands for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities. We know what sanctuary Are things. Means that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary city status in Sir, Athens. 
You need to resign. One protocol resign. that sometimes arises. Resign, resign now. Resign. You will One protocol this to happen, sir. One protocol that you sometimes arises is the approach that sheriff's offices and jails take to order term detainers. The sheriff's office approach has varied over the years, but this question again in the purview of the elected sheriff honors detainers when issued by a federal judge or federal magistrate. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. So obviously there's a lot of anger there because they, you know, they feel like, yes, uh, you clearly have uh, allowed policies that maybe by definition of state law aren't sanctuary. But by all other indications, you absolutely are a sanctuary city and a young woman is dead because of it. Now, sure, I'd agree with them. The majority of illegal immigrants that come here, for whatever reason, aren't looking to go on crime sprees. They're not looking to cause damage and destroy homes and rape and murder people in our communities. But there are too many of them that have. And you use that ridiculous liberal gun narrative of if, if new gun laws stop just one child from dying, it's worth it. Well, why can't you make the same argument about closing the border? If closing the border stops just one American citizen from dying at the hands of someone who illegally broke into this country, why can't you support the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I, I love to hear it. I love to hear those people standing up to the elected official that you know sits in the ivory tower and, and, and does all these edicts and just does whatever they want and actually give him... A hard time. Mm -hmm. I would love to see more of that, especially on the local levels where what they do actually affects your life in a real meaningful way. Yes. Day to day. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've heard we've heard similar rhetoric from from the Austin City Council over the years when it when it comes to allegations that Austin is a sanctuary city. Do you have any any doubts in your mind that that Austin uh, would do everything it could to bend over backwards to to house and, and clothe and feed and medicate anyone illegally here that they found. Uh, yeah, sure. We, we'd be more than happy to find you a place. They probably are doing it right now, probably subversively. But uh, any city like this or Athens, clearly, or Denver, Colorado, Chicago, New York, Boston, they're all sanctuaries, whether they want to call themselves that or not. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the city of Austin today is going to vote uh, on item 49 at their 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 meeting where they're going to uh, give more money for non-detained immigrants residing in the Austin-Travis County area to uh, stabilize their legal status. So more, more money to help pay the legal bills for illegal immigrants. Yeah. See, that's, that's a problem. I mean, that, that's, that's your tax dollars as, as an Austin taxpayer. And it's being used to fund the legal services to help defend someone who is illegally in this nation. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... It's pretty cut and dry to me. You know, if, if you snuck in here, you snuck in because you knew you shouldn't have been doing it. Right. Period. Yeah. So you knew you were breaking the law. And, and, and I, I'm, I think people are, are less and they're, they're, there's less and less tolerance for it, it seemingly as the day. I think people are, you're, you're going to start hearing a lot more of this shout back at, at, at elected officials over, as, as more cities continue to be racked by, you know, violent crime. Yeah, we have our own violent crime. Sure. With our own American citizens. Why do we need to add to it with people that snuck in here? Yeah, of course. And I mean, of course, up in, there's there's a story that from uh, Denver, uh, that as they face a budget crisis due to the 40,000 illegal immigrants arriving in the last year, the city is warning hourly workers that they may be furloughed mm. uh, while they consider hiring illegal immigrants to work for the city. So yeah. it's, a, it's a wild world out there when cities across America, Democrat-run cities across America, are prioritizing the needs of illegal immigrants over their own citizens. That's exactly what they're doing.
Right. Federal government's kind of doing the same thing. Well, of course. You know, un- unfortunately. Uh, so what do you think? 512-836-0590. Does the mayor of Athens, Georgia, have blood on his hands for the death of Lake and Riley and the alleged sanctuary status of his city? Do you think Austin is, in its own right, a sanctuary city? 512-836-0590 is the number. Uh, you heard about the uh, decision by Senate Leader Mitch McConnell. Longtime GOP uh, Senator Mitch McConnell from Kentucky is going to be stepping down from his leadership position come November. And uh, there are some questions as to whether or not a Texas senator may take the reins. One name being lobbied about is Texas Senator John Cornyn, who has said he would be interested in the position when McConnell steps down in November. But SMU political science professor Matthew Wilson says the senior senator from Texas is not a lot. The challenge Cornyn will have is in placating the more conservative wing of the party. Uh, He is perceived, somewhat like McConnell, to be more of a traditional style, more establishmentarian Republican. And we know that 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 is somewhat on the outs in today's Republican Party. He says whoever takes over is likely to be the Senate Majority Leader by November. Another name being thrown around, South Dakota Senator John Thune. Uh, That's newsman Austin York there. So uh, what do you think? uh, Would you support John Cornyn? I mean, do you think that John Cornyn's work has... has, uh, has been enough that he should lead the Senate. Well, I think the the most important question in this uh, for what's going on here is what is his position on the border, right? The most important thing, I think, in America today, and certainly among Republican voters, is the illegal invasion of the border. Mm. What has John Cornyn done about that? Has he led on that? I mean, look around. You know, I don't think it, no one has led on that. So, and that would include John Cornyn, I would say. You know, I, I know that when you ask John Cornyn about his stance on the border, of course he's going to tell you, he, you know, we need to secure things down there. We need to stop the flow. We, we, need to, we need to stop the flow of fentanyl. In fact, I think he was just in the Hayes School District this week with a, with a fentanyl roundtable. He's absolutely right about all that stuff, but I don't see the action behind right. it. And certainly when you vote, for a $60 billion Ukrainian aid package that contains $0 for your own border, your own state's border. That's a problem, I would think. I think maybe that's telling as well. Now, I know he didn't vote for the, uh, the, you know, the, the original proposal, border security, as they called it, but really it was just codifying 8,500 illegal immigrant crossings per day into yeah. law. He didn't vote for that one, but he also didn't he he did vote for the ukraine bill that had nothing for our border yeah well i mean i think that if he's not going to be a, a hardliner on the border and securing it and stopping the illegal uh, I- I- illegal invasion if he's not going to do that then he's probably not the right guy for the job mm. i think that's the most important thing in all aspects of federal law right now well i i, we, I yeah yeah. And I think that a lot of Republicans probably agree. I mean, what what news story do we see every single day coming from conservatives? It's and it's one. that. Absolutely, it's this one. Uh, I you know, I, I know that he's got he obviously has uh, a lot of a lot of support in this state. A lot of I mean, he continues to get voted in. He does. Uh, I might argue that he's he, he hasn't really had a real formidable challenge like Ted Cruz has, you know, when he went, you know, 15 rounds, uh, you know, with Beto O'Rourke. Well, I guess they don't go 15 anymore. Yeah, they dropped yeah. the championship rounds years ago, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess what he had, MJ Hager, that one's kind of a tight fight, but not really. So, you know, he continues to get voted in by pretty wide margins. So obviously he's got a lot of support. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're, if <laughs> how that stuff goes, right? You, you're picking between two guys and which one's going to be better. All right, you pick John Cornyn, but still, if you're going to go for GOP leadership, the border's the most important. Yeah, yeah. Let's head to Liberty Hill real quick. Check in with Brett. Good morning, Brett. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, yeah, in reference to John Cornyn, when he actually voted for this last bill, just like y'all are saying, he lost my vote 100%. He doesn't actually support Texas the way how we should actually be. So he has no no interest in Texas. Um, we need to actually to have a good leader that will actually support our country, especially the state, and to be the the general majority leader. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, what I, I, gotta say. I think there's a lot of, uh, of, of agreed sentiment from uh, a lot of Texans as well. Thanks for uh, weighing in, Brett. We appreciate it. 512-836-0590 is the number. Uh, stick around. Coming up, we've got uh, the latest on the district attorney race. Uh, your current district attorney, Jose Glasses Garza, has uh, basically says if, if you disagree with him, if, if, if you disagree that crime has uh, become a, an absolute travesty under his watch, you're just a MAGA troll. Well, he's you're just like, a MAGA troll. He's like Taylor Swift. 6.32 is the time. This is the Todd Nod Show. I'm Patrick Osborne, joined by Brad Swale today and again tomorrow as well. Todd Jeffries will be back on Monday. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. 512-836-0590 is the phone number here. We've had a lot going on today. Of course, uh, talked about uh, John Cornyn possibly becoming the next Senate leader and what you think about that. The, uh, the dueling border visits, uh, Donald Trump in Eagle Pass and uh, Joe Biden in Brownsville and the debate over whether or not uh, these are political stunts from either man and, and which, which one is a, a bigger political stunt. It's worth noting that Eagle Pass just in recent days, 2016 illegal crossings, Brownsville, 42. So Ooh. you tell me. You tell me which has the bigger issue uh, yeah. right now and, and where each man is going to be and who's making the bigger political statement. Yeah, five one two eight three six zero five nine. What do you think, Brad? Do you think uh, either either is making a bigger? Obviously, are, these are both political statements because both men are running for the White House. Of course, right? But uh, you think one? You think one's a little more sincere than the other? Well, I mean, everyone knows that Trump is more sincere on securing the border. I don't, you know, is he going to actually, is it, is it going to succeed? I don't know, but it's it's his bread and butter for you know years and years and years now. Whereas Biden has been, you know, does he even know what the border is? I'm not sure he could even spell border at sure. this point. Well, uh, here's a White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre on that. They are turning this into a political stunt by listening uh, to Donald Trump and saying that they need to kill it. This is what they've been doing uh, and making it political. She's there. She's talking about Republicans and, and any sort of border security bill. They're listening to Donald Trump. The, your border's not secure because of Donald Trump. I mean, okay, so they're listening to Donald Trump. Is Donald Trump wrong? Well, no, he's not wrong. Uh, I, I think they're arguing that, well, Donald Trump uh, sort of pressured sure. Republicans not to go after it for his own political gain, you know, on the campaign trail. So we'd have an issue to run on as if he needs, I mean, throw a dart at issues and, and you'll hit a problem that Joe Biden created. Sure, but is is Donald Trump wrong? Is he wrong that this that the, the border uh, proposals that they have uh, given us have been totally ineffective and actually do the opposite? Absolutely not. He's he's one hundred percent correct. Right. So who cares? Like, all right. So they're listening to the right person. Perhaps they are. Perhaps right. they are. Well, California Democrat Congressman Robert Garcia, uh, he he disagrees with you. Here's his interaction with a reporter when asked about Donald Trump. His visit tomorrow is nothing more than a massive political stunt to try to get reelected. I wonder if you could speak to Republican claims that Biden's trip is also a political stunt. Republicans that have been screaming and yelling and complaining and begging uh, the president to go to the border now. Um, for for months, and so the, so for any of them to now say that uh, it's political, I think of course is just uh, totally another insane statement by any Republican. What world do some people like like uh, this Garcia guy live in? Corinne Jean Pierre that to to say that Joe Biden anything Joe Biden does nowadays is highly political. It's a it's a huge stunt. Somebody scripted it for him because he can't think for himself. But 
at what point has, has Joe Biden shown any concern about the border? Now all of a sudden he's going down there and, and they're all defending it like, like this isn't some sort of scripted move. Well, I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're politicians. So everything they do is going to be a political stunt when they're doing it in the capacity of a politician. Politicians are obnoxious. Well, yes. From city council it, level all the way up to the White House. Fair. That's, I think that that's correct. But of course it's a political stunt. I don't know who believes this stuff, but it's all political stunts. And yeah. again, I mean, you know, that doesn't mean that what they're saying is right or wrong. It's just a political stunt. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, what do you think? 512-836-0590 is a number. Uh, you think Donald Trump is just pulling a big political stunt? You think Joe Biden is? You think both of them is? Uh, both of them are, or, or, or do uh, do you think both of them is? That's good. Both of them is, is both of them. <laughs> I didn't. I went to school. Uh, so so uh, obviously Democrats think that uh, you know Donald Trump, his supporters, uh, people who want to see border security, they're just a bunch of MAGA trolls. You know who else thinks you're a MAGA troll? Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza. Yeah, he's actually Taylor out. Swift. He's talking again. Yeah, old glasses. Uh, continuing to catch heat though over uh, his ongoing claim that under his watch, and I want to see if you believe this. Under his watch, he says Austin's become one of the safest big cities in the United States of America. And there's been a ton of talk about this district attorney race right now. You know, because uh, most people don't believe that. I mean, do you believe that? Do I believe what? That that Austin, under Jose Garza's watch, has become one of the, the safest cities in the United States. Well, we know how he deals with data and statistics. Yes, we do. He massages them a little bit. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, well, his devout followers, his Democrat lackeys, definitely think that this is a safer city now. Plenty of free-thinking Republicans and Democrats, though, who act, act, actually understand what's going on, and they realize that he's destroyed civility. He's destroyed public safety in this city. So let's go back a little bit. Here's his original campaign for district attorney back in 2019. Take a listen to what he had to say and what he said he was going to do. People of color and working people are hurt and killed every single year by police and law enforcement. And in the last four years, our district attorney's office has not held a single police officer accountable for that violence. When we win, we are going to end our cash bail system. We're going to end the prosecution of low-level drug offenses because we know that the data is overwhelmingly clear that every day a person struggling with substance use stays in jail, the likelihood they commit another crime goes up and we know that prosecuting these offenses are some of the greatest drivers of racial disparities in our system what we have been told is that public safety is just locking up as many brown and black people as we can but what we know is that public safety is stability it's a good job it's good health care it's the ability to support your family so he he told us what he was going to do he told us that he was going to you know end uh, he's going to go after bail reform and he was going to end low-level prosecution of drug offenses and he was going to take a real hardcore racial approach to everything he does. Yep. And that's all he's done. And he's further divided the city. Uh, the crime stats have gone up, although he, he cooks his books, you know, and, and uh, he, he told KXAN one time about his 91% conviction rate, but, you know, it was highly skewed data. Uh, yeah, there, he would be the, like the Michael Jordan of DAs if that yeah, happened. And yeah, he's yeah. not. Uh, the, there was a Forbes article that came out last year ranking Austin the 15th safest city in the nation. Uh, he used data from 2021 for that. And by the way, we're not on this year's list that came out this week. Yeah. Um, so let's fast forward now to this year's campaign. You're familiar with the ad running right now, Jeremy Silistein's ad uh, with uh, Lynn Isaac? Yeah, I've seen it. Now, we've talked about her story here on the Todd and Oz show. This is a powerful campaign ad, uh, but this is kind of what you've ended up getting under uh, Jose Garza's tenure. I experienced every woman's worst nightmare. I fought for my life against a sexual predator in broad daylight. I was out for a run when attacked. 
My watch documented those seven horrifying minutes, ending with my legs shattered. This predator attacked at least seven other women and children. We deserve justice, but DA Jose Garza let him off with no jail time. Our community needs a DA who puts our safety first. Does that sound like a safer city to you? No, of course not. He's terrible about prosecuting like actual violent, violent crimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he is. Yeah, Ab- and and uh, you'll get another four years of that and more terror within our community as criminals run free in the name of social justice. Yeah, if we vote this guy back in. I mean, I wonder what progressive women think about cases like that that she just described, where she's you know brutally assaulted and then the guy there's absolutely no justice. The guy gets off you know pretty much with a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Like what? What do progressive women think about that? They should be outraged by it. You would think so, but why aren't they? As anyone else. Why aren't they? Do they think that? Do they think that she's lying? I. What about believe all women? Right. Well, of course, naturally, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the, the 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 mental gymnastics that they go through. Is it really that important? Like, is that more important than? I mean, Jeremy Celestine is also not going to prosecute low level you know, drug crimes, marijuana crimes. Sure. I don't think he is. Probably not. Probably not. Like so, on that, they're the same. Right, but when it comes to violent crime against women, who's better? I, I mean, certainly Jose Garza is not good at it. We don't know about Celestine, but I certainly couldn't. He couldn't be any worse. Uh, he's going to be better. I would, I would assume so. Now, here's Garza real quick. He talked to uh, CBS Austin. Uh, he says it's just political nonsense, mostly from Republicans and MAGA trolls. I experienced every woman's work. Pardon me, that's not the one. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, you know what? I'll have to get that for you. Operator error. I loaded, loaded the wrong audio. We'll get that one for you. That's though, okay. coming up. But, I, but I do want to ask, though, do you feel safer? Do you feel safer uh, than you did prior to the term of Jose Garza? Do you feel like the city has progressed under his watch? Or do you feel like he's really just the... Uh, you know, the, everything that is wrong with society right now. And uh, he believes he's the political target of MAGA. Do you believe that? 646, Patrick Osborne, Brad Swale. This is the Todd Nas Show. 512-836-0590 is the phone number. And those fires there up in the panhandle. This is some unbelievable, uh, unbelievable devastation. There was hundreds of thousands of acres. And I... I I, I think it's still the second largest wildfire that we've that, that we've seen in state history. But yeah, I mean it, it's uh, they're just growing there. Uh, the biggest part of it now, really covering a half million acres, and cities all across Texas are sending help. Cities as far away as Austin, Pflugerville, and Fort Worth are sending manpower and equipment. The Fort Worth Fire Department's Craig Trojek says that 15 of their firefighters are headed to the Panhandle or have already arrived. It's kind of an all hands on deck, and everybody's pitching in to do whatever we can to try to help out the state of Texas right now. He says they're also sending a couple brush trucks and expect to be there at least two weeks. Weather is a large factor in this. I mean, we could somehow in the forecast get some rain that may dwindle it down, or we could be there for longer than the two weeks. He says they'll work with the Texas Forest Service to pin down how long they're needed. That's newsman Alan Skaya there. Uh, I, I do believe that uh, AFD has has sent some uh, some of its crew up there to help out with these panhandle fires. You know anybody that's impacted by by this right now? Because I mean these things are massive. You seen some of these pictures? Video? I mean, yeah, it, it's the 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 images are uh, devastating. Of course, yeah. I do not know anybody up there. No. Yeah, uh, I've I've got uh, some some family up there that that may they're they're wondering if they may end up having to to move a little away from uh, from things. Consumed almost 900,000 acres. Widespread evacuations, road closures, emergency declarations. And of course, that largest fire burning is the Smokehouse Creek Fire. That's north of uh, Stennett with uh, only 3% containment so far. The fire is bigger than Rhode Island. Bigger than Rhode Island. That's right. That's and, crazy. Uh, that, uh, and it, it looks like, 
you know, some of these videos, the pictures I've seen, I mean, it looks like these people are, are you know, these fire crews are, are just walking and driving into the flames of hell. I yeah. mean, it, it, is, it is just orange sky, smoke as far as you can see. The aerial shots are insane. Um, so uh, all, all those impacted by that, we, uh, we, send our, we send our best to you. Hopefully everybody can, uh, can stay safe in those fires. And if do, you've got any family members impacted, hopefully they are safe as well. Yeah, I mean, do we, we still don't know how it was started. Not exactly. No, I, I mean, I, I think they've, uh, you know, they blame it on, uh, you know, dry conditions, above normal temperatures, high winds, things like that. Sure. Um, but all things that are not great for a fire. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And in fact, we had a big fire here uh, just yesterday. Uh, three, actually, three fires. They erupted over the course of the last 24 hours, one of which it, it was massive. It gave crews significant trouble. It was the Casulo Hotel near 35 at Woodward. Caught fire yesterday about 2 p.m. Uh, I guess embers from a nearby, like there was another building on fire. That caught, uh, the, the wind blew it over. It caught the Casulo on fire. Uh, huge flames burst out of the upper floors. Here's Assistant Fire Chief in Austin, Andre De La Raza. He talked to uh, CBS Austin about the response here. We have 36 units on scene helping to mitigate this event. That's over 130 firefighters made up of Austin Fire Department and ESD 11. We also have uh, par- our partners, Austin Police Department, Austin Travis County EMS, Texas Gas, and Austin Energy, helping to mitigate this. So the second and the third floors then, uh, they collapsed by like 2.30 in the afternoon. By 3, the blaze was elevated to a 4 alarm. Uh, hours later, AFD said hot spots were still popping up well into the overnight and early morning hours. Uh, but fortunately, you know, there was an injury. A, a firefighter was injured, but fortunately, no, there were no deaths, no other injuries reported. Uh, cause still being looked at by investigators and damage estimates I haven't even heard. Uh, but uh, have you heard any any uh, any updates perhaps on that that injured firefighter? No, I have not. No, all I know about this is that the Casula Hotel caught on fire. It started in an abandoned three story building that spread to the Casula Hotel. The Casula Hotel is that it's the hotel right there on I thirty right. five, kind of close to Ben White, just north of there, I think. Um, and no word on how that three-story building, the abandoned one, how that fire started. I can I can make a, a guess. You have an idea myself. Yeah, I have an idea myself. Something. So, there's there's a group of people that often start fires. Yeah, when they're trying to Austin. stay warm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you saw some of the damage, some eyewitness reports. I, I've you know I've heard reports that it uh, it was still popping up some of the flames overnight. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Let's head up to Round Rock. Uh, Marcus says here you were a former cop up there in the Panhandle. That's right. I used to work in uh, Perryton, Texas. I was a sergeant there and actually trained the chief of police there, who's a good friend of mine now. And um, look, the thing that a lot of us down here may not, I live in Round Rock now and uh, work school uh, safety. However, what we don't under, what a lot of people in big town, big cities don't understand, they think small town is Round Rock, Cedar Park. This is an area, 24 counties, all stacked up. The biggest city there has 200 and some thousand people, and that's Amarillo. Mm-hmm. The All the rest of the cities there, if you have 17,000 people, you are considered a bigger town. Everyone has 3,000, 5,000. It's flatland. You can see standing on your feet. You can see for a mile ahead of you. And the wind is so bad. Uh, when we think it's windy here in Round Rock, I remember what it was like being windy there. It's not. So those fires and the last time when we, I think it was 2012 when we had fires like this, when I was working up there, there were ranches that could not save their, their livestock. Mm-hmm. There's uh, cattle and hogs big time up there. 
we had to watch video of those cattle running and if it's going to be a little graphic i know this is radio those cattle were on fire and there were thousands of cattle and hogs that just burned to death that's horrible it gets real bad and uh but i can tell you them small town (laughs) i sound like that those small towns good people salt of the earth I loved it over there, and uh, they'll persevere. By the way, Perryton, Texas, just got over a tornado last year. Oh. So they are dev- devastated by a tornado one year, got back up. They had the slogan, Perryton broken, not bent, and then, um, or bent, not broken, sorry, yeah. my bad. And uh, now they've got these fires going, so they're suffering over yeah, there. That's just horrible. Well, I, thanks for uh, you know kind of giving us an idea what it's like. I guess it's really extra windy up there because there's nothing to break the wind, right? It's just flatland. Exactly. Yeah. When people up there uh, joke around with uh, and say, you can see for 10 miles in front of you, I remember somebody saying, the human eye can't see that far, and we would. our response was, how far is the moon? <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to break that, that wind. It just straight through. Well, thanks Thank so much, bro. Marcus. Have a great day. Take care of yourself. 512-836-0590 is the number. Also, we were talking earlier about... Uh, Jose Garza uh, and uh, your district attorney claiming that anybody who's uh, you know critical of him who doesn't believe him when he says that uh, cry, that this is a safer city now under his watch is just a MAGA troll. In fact, here's uh, here's what he had to say to CBS Austin. What is happening in this race is the question of whether or not we are going to continue to make progress fixing our broken criminal justice system and improving the safety of our community, or whether we're going to take a step backwards. Andrew in the domain, and I'm guessing uh, you you probably uh, you agree with him, don't you? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know you don't. Yeah. There's no way you could. Well, yes, you got to figure. This is one of the safest cities in America, Austin, because that story you play of the woman being raped. If she were shot and killed her attacker, she'd been up on murder charges. Uh, downtown, we had that guy that walked up to the AK-47 yelling at the guy in his car during the Black Lives Matter protest, and he shot and killed him. He's up for murder charges. So if you're a criminal, this is one of the safest cities in America. Because if you commit a crime and someone stops you or harms you, they're going to be prosecuted. Yeah, and and I I have often wondered, you know, that that the, the kind of impact that he has had and, and what you're talking about, you know, how many people actually who, you know, years ago wouldn't have thought twice about defending their life, uh, lethal with lethal force if necessary, you know, uh, uh, how many of those people nowadays may hesitate. And a hesitation is all you need for, for a disaster to strike in a moment like that. Uh, because, you know, they might think, well, but if I do, I don't want to go to jail, right? And I don't know. I mean, obviously, your, your mind's moving so fast in those situations. You might not think that kind of thing. But I just feel like this guy, he, you know, I know tongue-in-cheek, I mean, but I, I think you're onto something there. I think this, he's, he's created fear for people to just defend themselves from criminals. Yeah, well, my thing is, too, is these criminals are smart because they're not attacking you know, the higher up people, because I'm pretty sure if Garza, if any of these crimes committed to him, they throw the bucket at the person or anybody in the ca- council. Oh, you know they if would. they were robbed or threatened with a weapon or assaulted. You know they well, would. You, you know, he's, he talks about in his ads, you know, that the, uh, this race is about stopping the, the progress that they've made. What do you think we're progressing to? California. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think you're about right. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ.
License 26099E. SmartSense, brought to you by Smart Air Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save up to $3,400 on a new comfort system. Whether your furnace is no longer working like it used to, or you want to get ahead of the summer heat, it's time to call the expert heating and cooling technicians at Smart Air. Call now and take advantage of this smart offer from Smart Air. Call 512-600-4311. That's 512-600-4311. Or visit SmartAirAustin.com.